Hi, my name is Austin, and this is Megamorphs 2. As you hear your name and you see Bart running up to the stage, two security guards start to pick you up by your arms. For an instant, everything is in slow motion for you. The kids are being ushered off the stage, feigning panic. The host is standing back up, glaring at you. JJMC is looking at you like you're crazy, his jaw tightening and untightening. There's some panic here for you. Uh, you just stopped a high-profile infestation. You know there are controllers around. There's definitely options, but you can't help to feel like you're in some deep shit right now. In this moment of chaos, the sound is kind of muffled to you. Uh, but you can see JJMC's mouth make the words. What the hell, man? And then, <clears throat> a firework snaps you back. And the commotion's all around you. Fireworks continue to boom in the background and the crowd is mostly watching the commotion on stage, but some are leaving to watch the fireworks show that started early. And Bart's in the front of the stage and you hear again, Zach! First I'm gonna try to like shake the guards off me. I got a 20 though. <laughs> I got two 19s. So even if it's a disadvantage. Uh... They are like pull you up and as soon as, uh, as soon as Bart says, Zach! It snaps you back. So I just like, pull, like, kind of, you know, do the the thing where you pull your arms out. Like, get off me, man! Look, it was a bit. I thought it was gonna be funny. I'm sorry. And I just throw my hands up and act like a dumb kid. As the host uh, is now stood up and glaring at you, starts to move forward. He grabs you by your shirt. This is a grown man, and he grabs you like by your hoodie that you you're nice. Um, multicolor hoodie that you put on for this for this uh, festival and he pulls you close and he says you know you've ruined my show and he like looks over his shoulder and he sees a uh, you see JJMC getting closer and he puts a hand on this guy's shoulder and uh, he like his face changes and he smiles and he says and he, like pushes you back dust your shoulders off and he says uh, why don't you um, just take the rest of the night off kid and he looks over to uh, JJMC and he says, uh, let me let me help you back to your, your trailer, uh, Mr. McColl. Uh, yeah, I'm going to like brush the guy off, like fake brushing him off. But I'm also going to try to kind of like feel and see if he's got weapons. Like I'm thinking maybe he's got a Draken Beam or something because I'm pretty sure he's a controller. But I'm, I'm just brushing the dust off. Like that's what I'm looking at. Give me, give me a sleight of hand. Sleight of hand. As soon as you, you put your hands on him, you like reach into like his, he's wearing like a blazer. Like your hand goes like, as you're patting him down, it goes underneath this blazer. Like the first time you touch him and he pushes your hands off of him. And he says, don't push it. All right, man, okay, I'm sorry. And you see like the security guards kind of puff and puff. And you feel like a tug on your pant leg. Cause like you're up on stage and you feel a tug at your pant leg and it's Bart. I'm gonna just kind of go, hold on. And I'm just gonna go, uh, hey man. Time. Uh, do you wanna, you 
probably, I, these guys are whack, man. You shouldn't do anything with them. And then I'm gonna like hop off the stage. I'm talking to Jeremy. So uh, there's commotion is still kind of going on around you. There are people like that have watched this whole exchange. Basically what you told uh, JJMC was like the truth. It's not a deception. You like, don't hang out with those guys. They seem like bad news. Um, but with everything going on, he just, he's still kind of looking at you a little bit like you're crazy. But uh, as you kind of hop off stage, Bart leans into you and he's like, where? I can't get a hold of Savannah. I can't get a hold of uh, Grant. His, his, it doesn't even go to voicemail. It just it says it's unavailable. Like we're walking away from the stage fast. I, I, I want to do more to try to help JJMC, but I think if I do, it's gonna show my hand. Uh, as you walk past, your shoulder does bump uh, uh, someone and you like, your eyes meet and it is uh, Sam. You know him to be one of your uh, followers from the very beginning. He's on the baseball team. Um, and he just, hey Zach, as you're, as you're walking. God, does he say it really loud or is it something I could conceivably pretend I didn't hear? I mean, he's right beside you. Uh, there is a lot of commotion around. I'm talking to somebody else though, right? So like, it could be that I just go, oh, sorry, and then keep going. I'm gonna do that and hope that he, like, cause I don't have time. <laughs> uh, he doesn't even contest you, just let you keep going. I I'm gonna try to do it in a way that like, I don't think people around us are gonna hear, but kind of really low to Bart and be like, yeah, Grant's out of the picture. I don't know where Van's at right now. What's going on? Did you see... Did you see that streak in the sky? No, dude. I've been hanging out with... Uh, I've been backstage for like the last half hour. It looked like... I don't know, something weird in the sky. And then we felt like a rumble. We were in the in the woods. We were smoking. It was me. It was, it was Cam. And it was his friend Dylan. Okay. And he, they ran, she, she kept going closer and closer to whatever the rumbling was, wherever that thing, I don't know, maybe it was a, sp a spaceship, I don't know, but it, whatever, they ran deeper into the forest, Cam told me to get you. He says spaceship and Zach gets like a moment of recognition and goes, oh, uh, we gotta go, let's go. And just like, I'm gonna follow him, but we're booking it now. As fast as we can without obviously looking like we're, you know, sprinting across a crowded area. Fast walking, you know what I mean? You start to get to the woods. You do notice um, other people are in these woods. Um, like who? Mostly younger kids, people that aren't like with adult supervision. Uh, and you also see cops starting to head into the woods. Savannah. So, as you take to the sky, you rise above the trees briefly. Um, and you scan the woods after you finish your morph. As the fireworks burst in the air and give these temporary flashes of light and loud booms, it's hard for you to use all your senses at the best of their abilities. You get up in the air and you do spot Katie. Um, you pick her back up. And and as you like see her, you do see her talking into a walkie, but you can't really make out what she's saying. Uh, she has a Hort-Bajir in front of her. And like, as you scan around at the moment, 
with all these fireworks and everything as you're above the trees. That's what you see in this moment. Okay. Can I drop down close to where she is and try to hear what she's saying? Uh, yeah, you drop down back below the trees, um, get closer to her. Of course, your wings are silent. You fly down. And, like, she is starting to pick up her pace a little bit. She's not, she's no longer jogging. She's, like, at a full run. You do catch the end of her uh, conversation. Requesting reinforcements to Sector 9. I saw Mayday lights in the sky. Maybe from a bug fighter. You hear from the walkie-talkie. Additional units already en route. She says, cop. Just keeps taking off. I'm going to keep heading that direction. Um, additional units, in my mind, means more bug fighters cloaked. So I don't necessarily want to be above the tree line. I don't want to be obvious. I want to stay below. Um, but I'm following her. After about, we'll say, five minutes of her jogging, uh, go ahead and give me another perception check. This time, uh, you're below the tree line. The fireworks aren't, the flares aren't hitting you, um, and you're a little ways away, so it's more muffled. Um, it's hard to see because there are trees and stuff in the way, but because your eyesight is so good, you can see like smoke and uh, like flames in the distance. So I'm gonna give you rough locations. Uh, it's it's gonna be kind of hard to explain. Basically, I'm gonna give you like right to left, um, just so you can like kind of envision where these things are. So all the way to the right, uh, in the distance, you know, as far as you can see, you see the smoke rising up. You also see like there are felled trees around there um, and there's people that are actually making their way from the festival towards that site. Police out in front. That's all the way to the right. To the left of that, so this will be, we'll call this the middle. You notice, you see the Hork-Bajir. Um, you see one of them that kind of seems lost and you see another one uh, like they can't, they're not with each other. They're like kind of separated. And uh, he is to the left of that one, but still in the middle. And he seems to know where he's going. The one, the first orc Bajir doesn't know where he's like lost and like looking around. Second one knows where he's going. And he seems to be jumping through the trees. This is far away. Uh, it's, it's important to know that Katie can't see them. She doesn't have your vision. She, you know, she can't see that far. Uh, and all the way to the left, they're separated now too, but you notice one girl running. She has like a black halter top on black hair. Um, and she's taken off as fast as she can towards like a mountain, like a cliff face. Uh, it's deeper into the woods. So like the, the forest goes into like this, these rocky outcroppings that start going into like mountains. Um, the other girl is completely naked, uh, but she has black hair too, and is she's running. They look like they're far enough away from each other that they can't see each other either. One more question. Uh, that's what I see. What do I hear? You hear the one work was here, the first one that was confused. Hold on. Which way? Um, this way. And you takes off the the way the opposite way of the other workers here you hear one of the police officers that's heading towards the crash talking to his walkie-talkie and he says uh chief you better you better make your way out here too copy 
at the end of all this, you hear a slight thwack. You can't tell what it is. And then you hear a growl or a rumble of a horpage ear. Then you hear a bear. Uh, and then you hear some scuffles. The girl running towards the cliff is to the left. Where I really want to get to is the right as fast as possible. Because I want to try to see what's going on with this crash site before more and more people get there. As I'm doing that, I'm just putting out a Cameron. You don't get anything back. Okay. I continue on towards that crash site. All right. As you get over here and you start to scan around, you see uh, the cops are have like they've gotten close enough to see this, and now you have two. This is a down bug fighter. It's a destroyed bug fighter. Um, and there are cops that are starting to set up a barrier as the people get closer. You do see Rena close enough that she has her phone out, taking a, a video of the bug fighter. None of the cops have seen her yet. Uh, she gets her video and her picture, puts it in her purse and uh, leaves. Chapman um, is 10 minutes away from arriving at the site. You also see Zach, who is right behind Chapman, but like not like you know tailing him. He's uh, he's gonna be there around the same time, but he's behind Chapman. He's not like following him. He's not doing anything like that. He's just part of the crowd of people making their way. All right. Uh, well, as I see that, um, Zach, I'm in the air above you. Chapman's ahead of you. I'm gonna look up, uh, and then nod like just kind of nod because <laughs> I can't answer and skew off towards to one side and like try, try to take like a, a spiraling I want to go around Chapman but still go towards this wreckage I would like to direct him on the best route to do that yeah I'm, I'm grabbing Bart Bart stepping on twigs yeah <laughs> Bart ate a bunch of chili dogs he's just farting up a storm call him old farty barty oh farty barty so, with all these people around, Chapman does, like, he looks over in your direction. He actually sees Bart, because you just made your way behind a tree. And he says, hey, you, no, everybody back. And then he starts to turn this group back. Uh, you have one more chance to do something as he's, like, making his way over to Bart. Because he sees Bart, like, cutting off from the group. Is there a bush or something I can hide under? I want to be fully concealed underneath something or behind something. There's a bush. All right. Uh, I'm going to see it, and I'm going to just say, go. And then I'm to Bart, like, just go. And then I'm diving, getting up under there. So as Chapman is coming up, you duck behind this bush, and uh, you tell Bart to go, and he uh, has his back to Chapman. And as Chapman, um, like, grabs his shoulder, he turns around and acts like he's zipping up his pants. Nice, that nat one, though. Yeah. <laughs> As Bart turns around, he says, Hey, man, I was just trying to pee. And Chapman, like, throws his hands up and backs off. And he says, Oh, sorry, kid, but uh, this is dangerous. You got to move back. All right, man, just leave me alone. Damn. This guy's over here trying to catch me peeing. And he starts to make his way back. <laughs> got him. All right, so I'm in a bush. I'm a hid. Uh, Chapman turns around and starts to make his way back towards the crash. I'm going to uh, shed some outer clothing 
and put my skateboard like all just under in this bush. Hope to Christ I can find it again later, and I'm gonna start morphing raccoon. Okay, you start to morph. Dylan, <gasps> as this alien peers into the cave, and you're frantically feeling your way through, I want to see how lucky you are. Oh no. So go ahead and give me a flat D twenty. <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna use a luck point. Oh my gosh! I think that what Dylan is going to do is going to um sort of look around the wall and see if she can see any eyes glinting back at her, and see if there's any bats that she can try and catch real fast. You feel around. You look for it. A glint, and you look in the distance, and you see all kinds of them. But right above you, right as as you're like moving your hand along, you see one, and he's about to he's about to get scared and flap away. But you can make a, a dexterity check to try to grab him. Hell yeah! Another crit. It goes squeak. I can't do a high squeak. Squeak. Tries to flap away, but you grab him just in time. Dylan, like, sort of cl- cups her hands around him and just sort of concentrates on him for a second, not knowing what the hell she's doing. She's just like, okay, little buddy. It's okay, little buddy. Please don't bite me, little buddy. But very quietly. You feel this uh, bat kind of go limp, and you feel your hand tingle. Um, and it feels like it worked. Sweet. Um, and she is immediately going to start thinking about bats. <laughs> you do see as this alien is peering in, it looks like he can't see well in here. Like, he's having trouble in the dark. Nice. You feel the changes start. She, like, immediately lets the little dude go, and her fingers just start to elongate. And the webbing sort of just grows in between them and her face just starts shrinking down and her body just starts shrinking down and the the webbing sort of connects to her sides as she gets smaller and smaller and her little nose just sort of stubs up. (laughs) So as this change is happening, you do see this alien moving in and he goes, like you went to the right before, he goes to the right this time. You do hear as you're changing, parts of your body slooshing around and bones cracking. He's, he stops for a second and looks over his shoulder, but then keeps moving deeper into the, into the right side of the cave until you hear thunk. Gosh darn it. <laughs> he must have ran into a wall. He can't see very well. And after about a minute and 15 seconds, something like that, the changes stop. Okay, are the other bats toward him? Uh, they aren't. So the other bats are deeper in the cave. He's went, like, uh, the cave kind of split off it when you came in to the right, and that's where you ran around first. And then you're on the left now, and now that you're, like, bat form, you can kind of see a little bit better. If you let it, like, off a little screech, you can see even better, because there are all kinds of, uh, the cave is deeper, and there are all kinds of bats uh, deeper into the cave. So I think that what Dylan wants to do is she wants to fly toward the other bats, but for the purpose of getting them riled up to to swarm out of the cave. 
you have noticed these other bats as you feel this bat's mind start to panic a little bit as it notices this um, alien behind it and it tries to take over very quickly you feel the panic but you reel it back in and um you have contr- full control nice or you want to rile them uh, up. yes i want them to swarm out of the cave giving me as much cover as possible <laughs> think that she's going to swoop up toward the bats and just sort of, sort of like start checking them like flying as close to one as possible and then arcing away and flying to a next one and then flying to the next one to try and disturb them you start tagging these different bats and you know flapping and like letting a burst of echolocation off in their right in their face and uh they all start to and they start to fly towards the um entrance of the cave she goes with them. You're in this a group of 50, 60, 70 bats as they out like fucking Vladimir. Is that his name? Vlad, what's his name? Vlad the Impaler? Dracula? Dracula? Yeah. yeah. They all fly out of the cave like Dracula. Famous bat, Dracula, yes. <laughs> and you're out into the night sky. Nice. Zach. You're more finishes. You're a raccoon in a bush. Raccoon smart. Not smart enough. You you sm- it smells all the food from the uh the festival and it wants to go back and yeah, do its cute little hands. But you stop it from doing its cute little hands. I, I try to convince the raccoon brain that uh there's a burning smell that way, and that might be food too. Might be. Smells like burning metal, but could be food. Could be a barbecue. Who knows? I'm going to uh, scamper up a tree branch. Or, I'm sorry, up the tree trunk uh, that was previously, like, where where Bart was hiding behind. And as I'm doing it, I'm thought speaking uh, to Savannah. All right, I'm, I'm morphed now. Um, what You're above. What can you see? What's going on? One other super weird question. Is Bart still within thought speak range? He's still walking away, but he's he is like doing it slowly. I want to thought speak to Bart real quick. Uh, I know he can't respond, but I'll just say, I don't know if you know Rena Klein, but she just got photos and video of this. You might want to encourage her not to post it from her personal account, but maybe you can do something with this. And that's it. That's all I'm going to drop on him and leave him with that. You do see like him look around, but like a slight nod. I want to keep observing what's going on, and I want to start feeding that back to Zach. I'll just be like, yeah, I see where you are. I'd like to stay off the ground, but I'm going to head towards the wreckage. If you can give me uh, any help, that'd be great. I'm going to be, one, directing him away from people. If he's ever going towards a group of people, then he doesn't seem like he's undercover enough. But two, yes, helping him get to the site. But what's there? Um, After this minute, Chapman is closer to the site. The... You see, Savannah, there is a perimeter now of police officers. Um, They are keeping most of the people away. Now anybody that was there that had seen it has been turned away. And, like, that's it. Most of the the civilians are listening to the, the police and heading back to the festival. But you might see one or two stragglers, but they are nowhere near close enough to get to this thing. They're The cops are doing a pretty good job. Is there, uh, is there a break in anywhere where the perimeter is? Like, how close are these cops? 
there are like 12 cops surrounding this area. The bug fighter that you see and you know is a crash bug fighter, uh, they have like maybe 10 to 20 feet in between them each. So they are stationed around it in a circle, trying to cover all ends. The 12 that are surrounded are gonna be joined by five more in about three minutes. Okay, and what about the actual wreckage itself? Like it's on fire, too hot to approach, what's... You see metal like starting to fold, like red hot metal starting to fold. Um, it looks pretty unsalvageable. Every now and then a part will fall off. That being said, Zach's in the trees. So have I seen, can I see the wreckage yet? You do see um, the same, like as you get closer, you're probably 30 to 40 feet away from where the perimeter is, but you can see past it and you can see this wreckage too. So I'm basically, I'm trying to act like just a big fat squirrel where I'm running from one branch and jumping into the next and, and probably scrambling and then getting back up and running some more. Because um, like I said, I'm trying to stay off the ground. I'm hoping that being up in the trees is a little bit safer. Uh, if When I get close enough and I realize that this is a not only a, a bug fighter, so it's this is Yerk shit, uh, it's also destroyed. I'm probably just going to thought speak back and be like, I don't think there's anything we can do here. Uh, I will be like basically telling Zach what I'm seeing as well. I am going to be, I first of all, where the cops are, how they're located, how far apart they are, and if he's going to come across any of them. I want to get the perspective of the other side. So like I'm swooping around again, like trying to stay like close to the trees, like not drawing attention, but I'm swooping around just to get like a full assessment of anything that's going on in case there's anything that we missed. But yeah, once, once it looks like, Hey, we can't even get near this thing. It's collapsing. It's burning. Yeah. I will thoughts you back to Zach. Like, yeah, I agree. We should probably get out of here. Have you seen Cameron? I haven't. I don't see a polar bear anywhere, have you? I heard a bear earlier, but it, I tried and no response. Uh, I'm going to just holler Cameron in, in thought speak. Yo, Cameron? Did nothing. Uh, hopefully he's not hanging out here. Maybe he, uh, I mean, Bart said he was here, but he must have left. We can travel back towards where I heard the bear earlier. Okay. Yeah, I'll head that way. Which way? And I will describe to him off to the left of where we, when I assess that, the left of that, and I'll describe kind of generally where it is. And I will also um, swoop by him to give him a sense of this is where I am heading. I'm going to quick go, ha! Because there's an owl right by me. But... <laughs> <laughs> So as you guys take off in, into that direction, Dylan, mm -hmm. as you're up in the air, is this bat? It's uh, hard to get your bearings, but you do find yourself just flapping up. The fireworks have stopped now that you've came out of this cave. You see that the, uh, they're not going on anymore. Um, I think I'm going to scan the area that I, I knew that the other person was and look for them and try to head toward them. Um, so at your first initial look around, you don't, you don't really find them. Okay. Um, but as you gain your bearings, you do see like the smoke in the distance, uh, from the crash site. And so you kind of know where you are and you start to head that way. You don't find that 
the person that you're looking for, but you do see that polar bear and the the alien with the red sash. Both of them stagger and fall backward. The polar bear's um, flat uh, fur is crimson red all over it. This alien looks like he has chunks taken out of him out of him too. And you see them both just kind of stagger and start to move away from each other. I feel like after hearing the radio, Dylan is going to think that this is something to do with the zoo um, and is honestly going to try and stay the hell away from a polar bear and swoop off, sort of kind of back toward the wreckage, but not, but still scanning the area, like chirping, trying to see if there's a human shape somewhere nearby. As you um, do that, you kind of pass over the polar bear and start to head back towards the uh, wreckage. Dylan, you do find a human shape. It's down on the ground, and it seems to like be heading towards where this uh, alien and this polar bear were. But, Savannah, you notice a little bat. Uh, You hear like this squeak come from it. And you see it flying and um, you notice it in time that you can move out of the way, but it looks like it's not even paying attention and it's heading straight for you. I, I will move out of its way. Dylan, before you have any idea of what has happened, there is a great horned owl right in your face. (laughs) And you guys are about to collide. Savannah, you bank to the right, right as as you're about to hit it. Like, as soon as this owl banks, as soon as Dylan notices this owl and it banks away, Dylan goes, fuck! Savannah, you also see Katie on uh, on the ground moving in a direction, and as you follow her path, you see a a lump of white and crimson red fur, the breathing starting to get shallow. And you see a Hork-Bajir start to stand back up off the ground. I am looking for a place near there where there is cover to demorph and to remorph. You look around, uh, these are the only people you see at, there's like a, a rabbit running scared and stuff, you know, little animals, but there's no other people near this part, like of the forest. So you hear Fuck! in your head, Savannah, you do too, Zach, a new voice. As exclusionary as I can be, I'm just gonna, I'm, I think for half a second, Zach must assume that was Savannah and just go, Van? She's gonna say, no, Zach Cameron's down. He's been fighting a hork I can see him. He looks really, really bad. I'm gonna try to help him, but get armored up. And uh, there's a controller here too. Where are you? Headed the same direction that I told you before. Okay. So I'm getting behind somewhere where there's cover and I am dropping recklessly down like a stone and hitting the ground. And while I'm doing that, uh, I don't even know if Zach can still hear me. Uh, and I like, I'll try to give him the last few things I saw that I think will be helpful, like this kind of tree, uh, not even knowing if he will know what that kind of tree is, but this kind of tree here, this rock here, this, like anything I can give him to help him triangulate this, I'll give it to him as I'm demorphing. Is this open thought speak? It's... Or are you just directing straight to Zach? 
I would be directing to Zach um, because I I know that like there are other people in this area. And I'll be honest, like Savannah was trying to like immediately process what was going on with the like fuck thought speak, but the second she sees Cameron down, focuses shift. And um, I mean, at best, what she would do is give Zach a. There's another like someone else with thought speak. Be careful. I got it. Dylan, you do hear the van. Okay. I'm still scampering. I'm gonna get close to a tree trunk with what I think is a sturdy branch and be more here. Um, I think hearing a masculine voice in thought speak, uh, Dylan is going to sort of, I mean, more so than the other thing that she's ever heard in her head. Um, she's going to bank uh, and find a tree to sort of like perch on to grab onto and just sit there and go, what the fuck is going on? You see um, that owl that you almost hit has dove down into the forest and you see it growing now and its feathers are um well savannah why don't you tell me what that looks like sure uh as the this owl is getting taller and taller the feathers are um almost like molting in reverse so you see like all of the different stems like feeding back up into the ratchets and like sinking into the arm like into the pores along the wingtip as uh, the hand is kind of reforming, like you almost see like the flesh where they have those kind of control parts of the feathers splitting open into more fingers and uh, growing up and like the big eyes just shrinking, shrinking, shrinking down uh, and ears correcting from where they are askew on the head. And then once you, all of this kind of swoops up last second and you see standing there. And you also hear uh, to your right up in a tree some bones cracking and some organ solution. Well, and she would have heard she would have heard that too from Savannah, right? So now you're hearing the same sounds. Yeah, that helps give. I think that gives better context. I was yeah. like, okay, there's two of these motherfuckers. There was surround sound for a few moments in time of like it starts here, surround sound ends there. <laughs> uh, so what you hear from from the other side, and you won't be able to see it, but it's something that is small. Um, getting bigger you might hear like a, a limb grow like groaning a little bit as something heavy gets on it all right seeing the owl morph into a person dylan is going to think directly at that person are you here to fight them savannah is pretty close to this right pretty close to the hork pretty close to she is gonna freeze like you'll see a freeze for a few seconds and then she's just going to put her hand up, like, quiet sign. Like, because she doesn't know where you are, what you are, how you're seeing any of that. She'll just put her hand up, like, quiet sign. Um, and then nod, and she'll start going to her next morph. Yeah, Dylan is going to swoop down from the tree. Very near her. Fanny, you see a, a bat flutter down towards you. How close? Definitely not within arm's length. Not that close, but... A few feet away, maybe? Yeah. Stay hidden. As quiet as she can. Stay hidden. And she's just going to keep morphing. Zach, you can see Savannah from where you are. When I see Savannah, I am going to like keep eyes locked on that spot, even as my vision starts to go bad as I go orangutan. Um, but I'm focused in so that I can jump down or 
or assist or whatever as, as necessary. So at this point, can I see uh, Cameron and Horkbajir as well? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, you can see this Horkbajir start to stand up and the polar bear is just laying with shallow breathing. At about 20 seconds in, you do see this Horkbajir is up now and he walks over to the polar bear and you see the polar bear kind of look over his shoulder. Savannah is going to be pushing to more fast than she's ever morphed before. I don't know if there's anything I can do to try to help with that. Two, she's not waiting till she's 100% done before she's running into the situation. I was going to say, when I'm, I'm at least 50% orangutan, I'm going to start trying to get out there. So um, the the things that Savannah was doing where she was saying, like, quiet, stay hidden, I think um, after she kind of moves her hand away from her mouth, you'll see that already her nose is emerging up, like, bubbling up and growing. Uh, and she just starts, like, literally, like, almost bloating, it looks like, at first. But then it just keeps getting, like, impossibly bigger, impossibly bigger. And she just starts moving off as this mass is growing out of her and eventually kind of stumbles and, like, crunches over, falling onto all fours and is very lopsided as things are still growing and shifting and moving um, and just armoring, armoring up. She's going back to Rhino. You all are concentrating, trying to do this as fast as you can. Savannah, at the 22nd mark, you feel the morph stop and finish. You have morphed a little bit faster than uh, under this pressure than you normally have. Zach, you're trying and trying and there are like little speed ups every now and then, but you can't hold it and concentrate on it long enough to to have it, you know, take full effect. Uh, if you guys want to go ahead and roll initiative, as um, our group finds this polar bear down on the ground, Cameron and Hork Bashir standing over him, a rhino charges forward and uh, a Zach with, it's almost fully ape, but not quite there yet, begins to move forward too. And a Dylan bat chilling in a, uh, on a tree, watching all the action unfold. Um, and as we go into initiative, first up is Zach, Kombucha Zach. Yeah. All right. So um, I'm trying to time this so that when I'm entering the fray, I am full ape. Uh, I want to run out to, I guess, like at the edge of the trees here. And then let's say this is like a sapling, right? And I want to grab the top of it and using my momentum sort of enter the battle <laughs> by like riding it down and then like letting it go so that I land on the ground softly without superhero landing. This Hort Bajir that you guys now see a red sash hanging around his uh, chest draws his, uh, his claws back and you see his wrist blade like glimmer in the moonlight um, he swings it down towards Cameron and you see him sink his wrist blade into this polar bear's chest and it gives out a, a grunt of pain kind of steps back a little bit after after that but then notices as he looks up he sees this orangutan Cameron's up he's gonna make a death save that's a failure as Kambucha's charging forward you meet up with them, Savannah, um, and you're going towards them at the same time. I am charging directly at the hork full speed. He notices uh, Zach first, but then he quickly sees you barreling towards him, and you see him go to sidestep, but you correct and hit him right on. What's it look like as this uh, you smash into this hork and save your friend? It's 
the full rage of him having seen him like what he's done to Cameron. So literally, um, as her morph, she was pushing and pushing to try and, and go faster. She started running before she hit full rhino. She was on all fours, like lopsided lumbering towards him. And she just started rolling and rolling and rolling and fully plows into him and just sends him flying. And she doesn't stop. She keeps traveling towards him because if there's even like, in her mind, if there's even a spark of life left in this corpse, she's gonna fucking destroy him. I was coming in ready to just punch the dude and I see Rhino get past me and I just back up. <laughs> I see I see I see a rhino and then a red spray <laughs> or whatever color blood workers here have. Instead uh, I skid to a halt and I just I start sort of shaking Cameron and I'm using inspiring resolve at this point to uh, grant him 2d6 plus your charisma modifier will reserve to get him up. All right, he gets 10 hit points. Well, 10 will reserve. And I'm just going, Cameron, Cameron, got to get up, man. You okay? Um, as you do that and you, you shake him, you see him uh, kind of like roll over and oh, moan. And he says, ah, yeah, no, I'm not. Ah. All right, man, we're going to get you out of here. Demorph. We need to get him hidden first. He is bleeding out. We can make him to a bush, and I'm gonna start like like bodily trying to help carry him to a bush. You're you're dragging him, Dylan. You hear in the distance more grunts, uh, more of those like these alien grunts getting closer, like this way. As Dylan hears the grunts, she's going to take off immediately and fly toward them and say, "Hey, there's more coming. What, what do we need to do? How do we need to get out of here?" Get back here with us, Zach. Grab Cameron, and Savannah's gonna walk over and try to just like scoop up or help up, and is literally going to move everybody. Like, just you wanna you wanna be an orangutan riding a rhino? Grab that demorphin boy and like let's get the fuck out of here. And uh, the order was also extended to Dylan of like get back here and get with us. All right, um, I'm coaching Cameron. Like, you gotta get smaller, bro. Smaller is the thing we need right now. Don't care if you're bear-shaped, just need you to be smaller. And I'm doing my best to lug him up on top of this rhino. And not like, Savannah's helping you, like, putting her horn underneath, and yeah. I've got, like, a finger in, like, a, you know how rhino armor kind of has, not chinks in it, but, like, there's wrinkles and stuff. I'm, like, grabbing onto that shit. Probably bass backwards on the top of her, just however I can get up there, doesn't matter. And I think Dylan's gonna swoop onto the orangutan and just, like, grip on with her little peeps. As this is happening, and you start to see this polar bear shrink and shrink in the fur start to go in as Cameron starts to be more. And he says, guys, friend Dylan, she's an Andalite. No fucking way. I'm not an Andalite. Yeah, what where is, is that? She? Maybe I am. Sorry, Demore. Dylan? Dylan, you're here? What is that? Who is Dylan? He switches to private thoughts to Zach and Savannah. She's an Andalite. What, like for real? Are you sure about that? She just said she wasn't. I'm, Savannah, I'm positive. All right, well, she's with us. And Savannah's gonna switch back to uh, thought speak to everybody and say, Dylan, which direction were they coming from? 
we're going opposite. We're going opposite. Wherever Dylan says, this is where they're coming from, we are heading the other way, and we are going as fast as we can. As we're going, um, and I've got a Cameron in one arm, and I'm holding onto a rhino with the other, I'm going to, like, cross my eyes and look up and go, nice to meet you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Same. Savannah, these trees are, like, so close, it's hard to maneuver. You even have to knock some down, so it's hard to, like, you know hide where you're going um and as you are you hear the grunts getting closer and closer all of you do i'm going to very quickly say cameron are you pretty much recovered you you hear him say yeah uh in his voice not in thought speak can you get to owl and give us some aerial cover (sighs) yeah 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 uh he takes a deep breath and as he's like riding on your back he starts to change again uh, I've got him until he's like capable, and then I'm gonna try to like push him up in the air so he can get a lift off. So like as you're holding him, Savannah, you come across this big uh, tree that is like a log on the ground, and you see it too late, and you just uh, hit it with like the bottom of your feet, and everybody just flies off of you as you roll um, off onto the ground. That's one of Newton's laws, I think, right? Any bat thrown into the air. Must stay in the air, yeah. We'll stay in the air. She does stay in the air, but as she's in the air, she whop, uh, smacks a branch and then uh, flaps. <laughs> Fucking and whack. Catches herself. Yeah, uh, Savannah will just be like, sorry, sorry, these eyes suck. You guys hear these grunts, and they're pretty close now. As you all gather yourself, you see Cameron still shrinking. I'm grabbing Cameron and climbing a tree. I'm turning and charging towards the sound. Uh, seeing that, uh, I think that Dylan is going to flop to the ground and start to demorph. Um, hey, Delandalite, do you have like a another morph you like, or what? You just want to go as your your body? What is that? What is that? I was just trying to be funny. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, can you do Andalite, or you got something else you want to be? Uh, I've I've got something I can try. Yeah. Okay. I'll cover you. And I'm, um, you know, as soon as Cameron's done morphing, he's gone, and I'm going to be ready to, to jump down and protect and attack. Uh, Cameron finishes his owl morph as Dylan finishes her demorph. I uh, softball special him into the air. Savannah, you've already taken off into, like, towards these uh, hork But, Zach, you see... Uh, emerge from this bat. I think that the fingers sort of shrink back down first, and then the webbing sort of back into her fingers and sides and everything, arms, everything. This pale pink body just sort of emerges. Uh, short black hair, big green eyes, uh, just a person, just a just a little person standing there. So Zach is staring, like waiting to see an Andalite pop out. And about the time, I don't know what feature emerges first, but he's probably going to see, like, human ass and go, Ah! <laughs> Thought you are an Andalite! Thought you are an alien! I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Dude, we all got a body. It's fine. Yeah, it's just, um... Can you go straight from one morph to another, or are you just a human too? I... I am literally a person. I don't understand what is happening. Sorry, D-more. But be more clear, are you a human person? 
I guess. Okay. Cameron? <laughs> this is private thought speak to Zach and Savannah. It's starting to get a little bit fainter as you're moving, but you do hear, I've only felt this feeling once, one other time, and it was the time that we touched the box when we saw Fangor. There's no other feeling I've ever felt like that. And I felt it again with her. She has to be an Andalite. In a private thought speak, I'm just gonna be like, you sure you don't just have a crush, bro? I've known her for years. Specifically when you felt the box or with Elfangor? The same feeling. The same feeling when we all touched the box when we were around Elfangor. Well, as they're talking, Dylan's going to immediately try and start morphing. There's going to be a few things that happen real quick. As you're, you do start to morph, uh, Zach, as you're turned away, not looking... Um, Savannah, you're charging forward. Uh, Cameron's up in the air. Out of the trees. Drops down one of these Hork-Bajir with a red sash. You're about 10 seconds into your morph, uh, um, Dylan, and this thing drops down in front of you. As this thing jumps down, it cocks its wrist blade back. It goes, gosh, nash. And, uh, you see it. Dylan, as it's as it's coming down, and Zach, as you're watching now and starting to try to get over there, uh, as the blade's coming down, Dylan, you see through its uh, chest this slick blade that's curved on the bottom and, and sharp, but on the top it has these uh, saw-like um, teeth that curl back. And as the blade comes through, the uh, teeth come back and hook the hork in the chin and pull its head through its body as it pulls its tail back. And as the, the hork crumples to the ground, you see your friend from earlier. Zach, you now see an Andalite uh, standing in front of Dylan as she's morphing. Okay. Savannah, as you're plowing forward, you now see these, um, there's two of them and they're in the trees and they see you and they both jump down. One of them swings a wrist blade down at you. Do fucking better. Do better. He <laughs> glances off like one of these plates of of uh, your hide and he, as he lands on the ground, he swings his tail at your back end. And the other one uh, coming down also with a claw and he swings his tail as well. Um, and it just glances, it doesn't swing it hard enough. It hits you, but it doesn't hurt at all. Start swinging their blades at you, and then you can run into them if you want. You've been running, so you have absolutely charges ready. Mm -hmm. I would like to do that. I'm gonna say the way that they have both jumped down right in front of you and have started swinging at you, you can hit them both with that. That would be awesome. I would like that. More, more green, purple, and red splatters. We, we don't know what color Hork Vizier blood is, but now we do multicolored. I probably can't see in a color spectrum enough. To me, it's all grays. Gray spatters yeah. everywhere. I look around, it's low res everywhere. It's all gray to me. I don't know. Looks like doom. As I'm charging these guys down, they come, they're slashing at me. I'll say like, you like, you know, you said their blades hit through me. I'd like to think that the one that like really like got me hard uh, was because of the momentum of my horn just hitting him dead center. And he came around and smacked me, but it was yeah. kind of a little bit my own fault. 
and yeah. then he just he ran into his blade. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I was going so hard, and so he got like real momentum behind there. Uh, but I hit one like dead nuts on like right in the chest of my horn and the other one just kind of gets like tumbled up underneath my feet and crushed to the ground and then if you've ever seen a rhino like when they charge and hit and they just bop their head down to the ground and just like ram it harder and like they're almost like it looks like they're bouncing almost that's what she's doing to these two like if she doesn't see any more turning around and heading back since you're further these were like the first two you still do hear more like but it's like not just in front of you they're like converging this way. Okay. But I hear them like all around me, not in a specific place. Uh, they're like coming your all's way, but they're not together. They're spread out, if that makes sense. It does. Like a sweep. Yeah, they're sweeping the woods. Okay, that's okay. I'm still gonna turn around and head back after this because like if they're sweeping the woods, then like the whole point of doing this was to give everybody behind me time to morph, demorph, get ready, get in the air, and uh, hopefully take out a few enemies. But if they're sweeping, they're gonna get back to everybody who I'm trying to protect. So I'm turning around. It's like you, you're like weighing your options, deciding exactly what to do. You hear Cameron say, they're spread out, heading towards the group. I'm in the air now. All right, Cameron, can you direct us out of here? Uh, yeah, but you might wanna there's two Andalites. As you're making your way back now, Savannah, we'll cut back to Zach, Dylan, and this mysterious Andalite. As she as she sees the tail blade do the thing and and the Andalite is standing there, Dylan or the alien, uh, Dylan, as her mouth starts to disappear, she's yelling, Where the fuck were you? And then her spine just starts to ching 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 elongate. And the back legs appear, and then the tail appears with the vicious blade just behind her. Zach was going as fast as he could through the trees when the hork popped down. You were jumping over, like, this little pathway, like this yeah. this rock to this rock, and as that tail blade came through... Just short of punching a dead hork I guess I'm going to land, and I, I'm in front of, maybe off to the side a bit, uh, uh, Dylan... And I'm in front of this Andalite. And I'm going to turn back to Dylan, <laughs> who is now morphing. And I'm going to turn back. I'm going to go, you must be the one that Cameron saw. Um, what's your name? She does look to you. And then she looks back to uh, the Dylan Andalite. And the eyes are... The stock eyes are scanning the area. They do stop and like look and see a rhino starting to approach. And she says in thought speak where everybody can hear. Dylan and she said, my debt is settled with you, human. I'm grateful for your assistance. I apologize, but I need, I may need to use your form again, but you have mine as well, so. And then uh, she looks back up to you, Zach, and she says, who are you? Uh, Zach kind of stands up. He's no longer down on his, you know, ape knuckles. He just stands up and sticks his big dumb hand out and goes, I'm Zach. She looks at your hand with her main eyes. And uh, one of our stock eyes is watching you, Savannah, as you enter. And you see one look up and she does uh, track Cameron circling above. And she says, uh, are you an Andalite? I do not wish to, are you an Andalite? And, like you see her tail blade. Twitch. Your name does not sound like an Andalite name. Um, no. We met an Andalite 
um, right before he Let's, was killed. We have to get out of here, but there's a friend of ours that you might like to meet. I suggest you come with us. Uh, she turns back to Dylan. You trust these ones? I don't... I do know one of them, but I don't know the rest, but... I mean... Yeah... Mm, 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 I don't want to say no. Zach's just gonna turn to Dylan and be like, Hey, we're cool. We are giving the morphing power Biofangor Serenial Shem tool. Please come with us. She gives you like a look over and you see this eye, this stalk eye staring dead at Savannah. And she says, um, I have my own business to attend to. My debts here are settled. And she looks one time to you, uh, Dylan, and she says, uh, try not to, well, it doesn't really matter. Enjoy using my body. And she starts to turn around to leave. Dylan's gonna be like, don't get me in any trouble. You have my word, I will do my best to not. She starts to uh, make her way into the forest. Uh, should we go? I have many questions, the, not the least of which is what the, what is an Andalite? Um, but sh- should we go? Yeah, it seems so. Cameron, which way is clear? North. As she's making her way, you guys get a private thought speaking in from Cameron. She had one of the boxes, one of the blue boxes. Savannah's just gonna send a private thought speak to, well, no, she'll do it so like the group can hear. And she'll say, we will not tell anybody that you are here. Please do not discuss with anyone that we are here. Uh, she, she does stop walking for a second. She pauses and you see her pause and she keeps walking. Fine. Get the fuck out. Uh, in private thought speak to Savannah, I'm gonna say, we're not gonna tell Max that there, another one of his people is here. We're absolutely going to tell Max that. I just don't want her telling other people that we are here. Should we tell her about him? I don't think X and Lee would enjoy if we would, if we were going around telling people they were here. It, we can, we have the evidence with Dylan. We can show him that if he knows her, then we can figure out from there what we're going to do. All right, I'm going to take a last ditch attempt, uh, and I'm going to say um, we can help you if you can help us. We can help each other. Whatever you're trying to do. We're locals, and we know things that you may not know. How can you help me? I can you get me to Visor 2? We could help you get to him. Can you call him? No. I'm not on first name basis with a giant Then it here. seems that you are call not the out. ones that I'm looking for. Send him a transmission. Get him to meet me. Do you just need the transmission capabilities? Uh, she pauses for a second. What do you have in mind? We could help you with the transmission if you know how to reach him. She, she'll turn around and start to walk back and she'll say, I need to know if you have the capability to send Z, Z space transmissions. Now, if you do, then maybe you can help me. Come with us. She, she just stands there. Uh, Savannah will start moving off where Cameron has indicated it is safe to go. I'm loping along behind. Dylan is going to look at her and go, I mean, what other option is there right now? And start walking with them. Human girl. Can I trust you? Dylan is going to sit there for just a second and deliberate. 
um, and turn back and say, yeah, you can trust me. She'll take a deep breath and follow you. Can I see if she's holding a blue box or has something on her that would could hold a blue box? Because Cameron said she had one. And you look up and down trying to find this, any signs of this blue box. You don't see it. Private thoughts speak back to Cameron. Like, did you see she had one? Like, where, where I, is I it? I touched it. I touched the box. Dylan had it. Okay. Um, I'm going to relay that to Savannah. It doesn't sound like she trusts us yet. Cameron says that the Dylan had this blue box. Uh, obviously, she doesn't have it right now. We need to find it at some point, probably. Let's get there. Hopefully we can find it with their help. But first of all, I think we just need to get back to Aximili and try to start sorting this out and figuring out Yeah. Dylan's safe or not. You all are walking and making your way, but you, you um, Cameron says, you all are going to need to pick up the pace. Uh, they are gaining on you, and there's human controllers starting to make their way this, this way, too. I think that they know. They know what? They were over here. Okay. Um, Fan, I can't keep up if you run, so can I ride you? Yeah. All right, I'm going to hop up. And, yep, Savannah will keep moving. If anybody else needs help, <laughs> open thought speak, but directed to uh, Dylan and the Andalite. Do you have bird morphs? Anything flight capable that can travel long distances? I had a bat. I don't know how far bats can go. Far enough. Do not have any, any other morphs. All right, we'll find a place and then deal with this. Hey, there is a um, a human girl that is pretty close. She seems to be aiming a Drake on beam. You guys take cover. Instead of taking cover, I'm going to jump into a tree. Three blasts come out, out from this wood. Zach, you jump off into a tree, but these beams do hit Savannah. You feel like as this hits you, it doesn't disintegrate your skin or anything normally like a Dracon beam does, but it uh, rocks you, even as a rhino. And you almost, you feel your your eyes black out, but you stave it off and you manage to stay conscious. Dylan. Mm, that's not good. As it this beam hits you, you stagger and just fall to the ground, um, unconscious. Um, and then one fires towards the Andalite, and she also staggers, falls against the tree, and is unconscious. Zach, you see where the the beams came from, and there's this blonde girl uh, holding up uh, one of those Dracon beams. Um, you also notice where it came from, Savannah, and she turns around, and after that, she starts to run back towards uh where the Hort Bashir are coming from. She she takes off? Yeah. Great. Great. Um Well Savannah's just gonna start scooping up these unconscious Andalites. As you're trying to do that, Zach's gonna inspire and resolve again and give both of them a bonus okay, so sweet. they'll wake up. As Savannah is working to to help up the whichever one you're working with, 
I'm helping to work up the other. And just kind of like, like hoisting the torso and like holding a hand and just kind of, come on, we gotta go, we gotta go. I'm right next to Dylan, so. So I'm helping up uh, the other one, whose name we don't know. They both uh, become, you bring them back to consciousness. Ugh. Van, you guys go ahead, okay? I'm gonna hang back, and if I need to, I won't be far behind. I'm just gonna cover the rear, okay? I can watch. Yes, Cameron, keep an eye on him. Um, I'd like to get back in the trees. If I get an opportunity, I'm gonna real sneaky-like just swing down and grab somebody's drinking beam <laughs> and pop him on the head. <laughs> <laughs> Savannah, also, you recognize the person that shot the drinking beam as they're running off. Cool. Love that for them. But Dylan, uh, Savannah, this rhino has just helped you back to your feet. I think Dylan groggily is gonna be like, we we should we need to go. We're going. Great plan. You guys take off, going the right way a little bit faster than you were before. Zach, I'm staying 40 to 60 feet back. That's more or less where I want to be. If you're gonna try to, uh, the closest person to you that you know that has a Dracon beam is that the girl that shot, and she is about, we'll say 30 feet heading back towards where. Okay. How far away is everyone else? Uh, you just left them, so we'll say 30 feet the other way. So she's heading back towards a group. How far away is that group? Uh, it looks like they're about three football fields. Okay, so 900 feet, thanks. Yeah, um, I'm gonna Math chase. Bitch. I just want <laughs> that slide. I'm gonna chase after this girl. Do I know this girl too? You don't know her, but you've seen her before. You, re you recognize her from the night that Reese died? Okay. She was there. She was infested that night. And she she was one of the older kids, not the uh, young the young kids. Um, I'm going to, as quietly as I can, go till I'm over her and then drop down and just kind of pop her right on top of the head. It's easy enough for you to get up and catch up to her. And as you drop down... Fist. I just want to knock her on top of the head just in that sweet spot where you go oh you knock knock her on the head she falls to the ground and uh you hear the camera say whoa it's fucking gnarly and as she falls to the ground she you see blood start to uh pour down her head but she looks up at you not quite out yet and she says uh just a bunch of humans not even andalites and she raises the Dracon beam and points it at you. And she's going to shoot it. Blasts, like, your shoulder and, like, the, your left part of your shoulder, like, disintegrates a little bit. And it's, like, hanging off. Zach! And uh, Cameron's starting to dive down. So, um, as she says all that, uh, in my best impression of, of Max, I'm going to go, Unfortunate that you should think so. Well, maybe you are an Andalite. Uh, at this point, I'm putting one of my feet hands over her face, especially the mouth, the, mo the mouth hole part. Uh, and then I'm grabbing the the Draken beam with one hand, and I think throwing her over my shoulder, and then and then getting back in the trees. I'm not going to be gentle. <laughs> I'm going to make sure she doesn't die. I'm going to find out real quick if they're within thought speak range because I'm going to go. Uh, Van, we have a huge problem. You hear faintly. Savannah. Um, the girl that shot us, uh, well, I went back to grab her, 
and she said that we are all humans, not Andalites. I've still got her with me. What do you want me to do? Keep bringing her. You want to do like a, a cabin retreat special? Yeah, we're going to have a long weekend ahead of us. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think it might be best if I just take her straight to the cabin. I'll keep watch until you guys can meet me there. Try not to make it too long. Uh, we're going to head directly your way. We don't. Well, do you have a... Yeah, we'll meet you there soon. Okay. Um, like I said, there's going to be a girl with us, with me. Um, I'm going to try to knock her out. But I may not be able to without hurting her too bad, so I'm going to play that as I, as I, best I can. Her name is Katie. Well, right now I don't think I'm dealing with Katie. I think I'm dealing with a slug in her head, but noted. Thanks. Sure. Still swinging, and I guess I'm just holding her in one of my feet hands. <laughs> just getting bonked on every branch. <laughs> She's beating on your back. Let me down. Oh. oh, well, now that you've asked so politely, obviously. No. You could leave the host that you're in right now if you want to do that. But the uh, only other way out of this is you're going to die. Is that working for you? Do you think that... Look at me. She just limply hangs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the correct response. <laughs> I'm just fucking swinging. Savannah and Dylan, as you guys are making your way uh, through the forest. Savannah will be relatively quiet. Um, I think she will... Like, asking things like, do you guys have the have a bird morph do you have this um at some point she will propose a plan and see say if you guys wanted to do, attempt to get something smaller like an insect or something like that i could fly you into where we're going we can be bugs yes you can be bugs oh we can make a quick detour before then, I would appreciate just over here. So Dylan, you're taking all of this in and it's just overwhelming. You can turn into a bug, she said. That's either awesome or horrifying, depending on your um, stance on them. <sighs> Savannah, she, I mean, obviously she wants to, She's needs to go to a certain place. From what Cameron said, and uh, like about the blue box and everything you could i think it's pretty much apparent she's going to pick something up and she doesn't know you all know about the blue box necessarily she knows dylan does but she doesn't know you all know so how far out of the way and you just see her kind of gallop a little bit not take off into a full run she comes to a tree uh uses her tail blade to like split something apart you can see that it's already been broken off but she uses her tail blade to like pry it off reaches in and she grabs a blue box. She looks over her shoulder and she says, make no mistake, humans. This is mine. I have no intention of taking it. As long as we're clear. And she nods to you and uh, 
joins you and Dylan again as you keep making your way. As Dylan sees it, she's just like, hey, that's a thing. Yes. It's called an Escafil device. Got it. Yeah, totally understand. Mm-hmm. <sighs> These insects, you say? Yes. You're going to take flight, aren't you? Yes. I mean, I would feel much more comfortable in this body, but if you insist... I'm not insisting, I'm asking. Dylan, you see, you're all stock as me. <laughs> she, like, looks looks to you for confirmation of what you're going to do. Dylan is going to try to speak directly to her and say, I mean, I don't, I don't think that these guys are going to kill us. They were killing the other guys. That's true, but sides are, um... If you're, if you're dealing with a square, you have four sides. But if you're dealing with circles, you have unlimited sides. Who knows what side they're really on? No offense. Geometry. Yeah, I know that. Uh-huh. Yes. And Dylan's gonna, Dylan's gonna think, Hey, do you, can, I, can a bat keep up with you? Can I, can I just do a bat? Yes, you, you can attempt to keep up with a bat. Okay, I don't know how cool I am with bugs yet, but... Let's do that. I can run very fast. But if you can find a... If we can find a suitable morph, I will morph as well. So have we traveled and how far are we from like where we've been running, where we're going? Just kind of give me an overall impression. Um, a little bit less than halfway, we'll say. As I'm going, two things. One, I've checked in with Cameron to see if he can keep me updated on time, if he sees any clocks or someone's wristwatch or a car with a, you know, anything. He'll say, uh, well, so far, I don't see anybody near us anymore. They're not trailing us, but uh, nobody's around either, so I can't check any watches. But that girl, she does have a watch on. Oh, perfect. Okay. And he tells you, like, it's 11.16. We'll just go ahead and say you guys have been traveling for about an hour. And before that, I was more for maybe 20 minutes. I'm also constantly keeping an eye. Like, every swing, I'm looking back down to see if there's any slug coming out of an ear. Uh, I was going to let her remain conscious until I get to a point where I need to demorph. And then I'm going to knock her out. I'm going to demorph when I think it's been about an hour and a half. Bonker, she's knocked out. You don't see a uh, yerk or anything try to slither out. I'm going to tell Cameron to, to look out for her. Um, he says, I don't, I don't see anything. Okay, that's fine. Just keep an eye out. Just keep looking, bro. Gotcha, gotcha. Are you demorphing? Because I need to, too. Yeah, we're going to both in a minute. And then, um, yeah, as I do it, I'm going to just kind of like, I guess, private thought speak to her and go, Katie, I'm sorry about this. And then slam her into a tree trunk. She's knocked out. And then I lay her gently on the ground, face down, and demorph, keeping my eyes on her. And then remorph, and then I let Cameron do the same before we take off again. We're going to cut back to them real quick. Uh, yeah, after about an hour, you don't hear the grunts anymore. You guys have made a lot of headway. You think you're probably good. So then uh, Savannah will demorph, and it's going to be the the quickest check of all checks to look around, find an insect, a small rodent, a bird, like small bird, like anything around here, like hummingbird and torpor. Fantastic. That's what we like. We literally fucking anything. 
Dylan, do you want a hummingbird? <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, I said what I said. All right. There's a hummingbird in Torpor. What does that mean? It's just sitting there? Yes. He's sleeping. Yeah, at night they uh, slow down their heart rate and everything so they can survive through the cold. So, like, if we're, like, poking through, like, a larger bush or something like that, you might find one there. And the fun thing about them being in Torpor is that, like, they don't react at all. Like, they don't they're, – they're literally, like, in, like, a stasis almost, I think is probably a word you would recognize for it. Like, they don't move. They don't react. So you can, like, literally you can, like, that, that, like, pick them up, put them wherever. They don't, like, wake up or anything. Since we're since she's not getting the hummingbird that she wants, which is a ruby throated hum- hummingbird, and we are in the region that we're in, can she have a calliope hummingbird? Oh, yes, she has to now. Calliope. I want to call it a calliope hummingbird. <laughs> Hell yeah! Well, this is incredible. <laughs> What's it look like, Jenna? Uh, it's just this tiny little green bird with like this very vibrant fuchsia plumage on its neck. And you see that plumage just like inflating as it as its eyes are closed, and they just snore. the tiniest little snore comes from it. <laughs> Amazing, honey, mother of honey. <laughs> I thought you said money, like it was a greedy bird. I'm a greedy bird. I love money. Money. <laughs> Savannah will still be, for just a moment to herself, so excited. Like these, like even though they live in this area, like these are not common hummingbirds. So Savannah's gonna like just internally have that like moment, and then she will very gently. I think she won't even really want to move it so much, but she'll just like pull the branches aside and like create space to reach in and touch this hummingbird. It's so warm. It's cozy. It's in a deep torpor. This bird is on fire. <laughs> this, this bird, bird is, is on fire. On fire. <laughs> Savannah, you feel that? slight little tingle in your finger as the bird relaxes a little bit even more and you see like the tiniest little smile on its beak as it's having an even better dream than it it did before uh (laughs) you have hummingbird uh dna now just what i've always wanted yeah and savannah's still holding it for like dylan and uh mystery and a light to reach in (laughs) dylan's gonna reach in and touch this bird. Nothing happens. You don't feel the tingle. Hey, why is it not doing the thing? Did you focus on it? Dylan's gonna like concentrate her stalk eyes and her eyes are all like looking oh, straight at this bird. That's right. Dylan's still morphed. Um, <laughs> yeah, Savannah's gonna be like, oh, you have to be yourself to be able to record a morph. Oh. And Dylan's gonna back up and start demorphing. The Andalite reaches in and touches it as you all have in this conversation. We're all good? As soon as Dylan demorphs, she's going to reach in and touch this bird. Uh, yeah, you feel that little tingle in your finger this time as you as you touch it. The- she's going to sort of turn back to the others and go, did you guys know that this is the smallest one in North America? I I did. They're so cute. What is in North America? It's, that's where we are. I thought this was Earth. That's also where we are. Right. They're in two places at once. Kinda. 
We can... A time paradox. No. Oh. We could break it down even further into state and then county and then location. You see her like main eyes roll as she looks looks forward and her body starts to change. The hummingbird as she finishes her morph as the, the periwinkle fur. Dylan, do you want to describe like the full andalite? So we we've seen the picture, but do you want to give them like the description? She's got this shock of like purple hair that sort of fluffs forward and falls down over one of her main eyes. Uh, and the rest of her fur is sort of, like, tawny but purple as well. Um, this, like, periwinkle color. And she's got this blade, right? This this blade is the coolest thing ever. It sort of arcs forward, but then it has these serrations on the back um, that look like they will do some ripping in Taryn. And uh, as she finishes the morph, as the periwinkle fur turns into these green feathers... And um, her, where she doesn't have a mouth, elongates and turns into this beak and opens up. Uh, as she finishes her morph, she starts sporadically flying everywhere. Dylan's going to start morphing. Savannah is seeing that. I, I would say she would probably recognize, like, what. So Savannah will say out loud, um, try to get control of your morph. Thank you. It stops sporadically flying as you guys are shrinking. Do you guys want to describe these morphs? I leave it up <laughs> to Dylan because uh, Savannah's going to Owl to carry the cube. Nice. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, then I think that Dylan's nose starts to elongate first, and it comes to like a really sharp, fleshy point as it starts to turn black, and all these little feathers start sprouting all over her, um, but especially the pink ones that are like right at the bottom of her chin down onto her chest. And then she just shrinks into this teeny tiny little thing with little peeps, little, little leggy peeps. And Dylan finishes the morph and she flutters off. <sighs> and then about this time, Savannah, if you're finishing your morph. It's time to get control of your morph. Dylan, it's so fun being in this in this form. Like you can go so fast, and you can go around these trees, and you can smell all the nectar. Um, I I just want you to know that what you can hear is just Dylan going wee. That's so fast. <laughs> it, it's so fun. It's so fun. It's so fun. But as you hear this voice in your head. You do get um, managed to grasp a hold of your own mind, but it's still fun. Oh, man, it's so fast. Are you guys ready? I've forgotten that I cannot carry the box in this And she looks like she turns and sees you. Oh, you have not went to the same form as, as us. I am just in this form to carry the box. I am not taking it from you. Yes. That yes seems like, okay, I'm already here. We're already here. We got to do it. Uh, yeah. And you guys to pick up this box, it's tough to get up. Okay. For you to, to like pick this box up and flap in the air. It's going to, um, it'll slow you down, but you like managed to start, start lifting it. Okay. Zach. 
you arrive at the cabin. Uh, hey, Cameron, would you mind doing a quick circle, making sure we're alone here? Gotcha. Uh, I'm gonna carry her in, still as kombucha. As you, um, open the door and walk in, it's dark in here, and, uh, you feel like a quick, like a breeze go across your neck, and you feel like a blade at your neck, and then it quickly relaxes. I am sorry, Zach. Did not know that was you. Uh, yeah, we've got an issue. Um, hey, man. Yes, I see. You have a human with you. One that I have not seen before. Yeah, she's a controller. Um, she's got a yerk in her head. A yerk! And his blade tenses up. Relax, man. Uh, you think I would have brought her here if, like... If she was a yerk? If she was a problem? She's unconscious, man. I'm taking her to one of the jail cells. Uh, I can make her not a problem. Could you make her a sandwich instead? No. Okay. Well, I'll do that in a minute, then. It looks all clear out here. Yeah. Thank you, Cameron. Didn't you tell me that a minute ago? I just did another circle. I love you too, buddy. Thanks. I'm just going to take her downstairs, put her in a jail cell, lock the door, make sure the key is far away from the door. Matter of fact, I'll take it with me upstairs. Like, as you finish locking up, uh, Cameron is, like, in human form, standing, like, um, to the entrance to where the cells are just waiting for you. And he, like, will kind of walk back up to you as you, like, rejoin him. Yeah, uh, I'm going to leave a dim light on somewhere. And, like, I don't like having to do this, but it's, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm trying to make it comfortable. But she is going to stay here for three days. Uh, I'm going to ask Cameron to get her a sandwich going and pour her a glass of water. He'll nod and, like, as you guys kind of make your way back up, uh, from the, the cave back up into the cabin. He'll go to the kitchen. And... Yeah. I'll I'll go ahead and demorph. It's probably been another hour and a half or so since we demorphed before. And yeah, as I'm just demorphing in the kitchen, I'll kind of give uh, Max a breakdown, prep him for the idea that there's another Andalite coming. Um, yeah, so hey, man. So we were at this big festival. Remember we told you about it? Um, Yes, yes. A lot of things happened. Basically, there's like a, a ship crashed. Um, uh, I think it was um, one of the Yerk ships. And so we kind of we were leaving, and then we found out that there's another human who can morph now. Uh, her name's Dylan. How is that possible? I'm getting to that. Um, there's also another Andalite, man. Um Zazgo at. She seems not cool. So I'm not sure how trustworthy cool. she is. Yeah, like maybe she's an Andalite. Yeah, but she's real she's been real um real sketch about kind of everything. But she had another know, one of those blue boxes. No, I don't know her. Well, do no, you know her? Do you know her name? I didn't catch her name. She wouldn't give it to us. Um anyway, as we were leaving uh, that girl, and I point like towards the jail cells, that girl shot at us, so I went back to grab her Draken Beam and knock her out, and she goes, you're all humans, not Andalites after all. So I brought her she with She knows your secret. That's why she's downstairs locked up, man. Hmm. I understand. Dude, like, new girl is really interested in talking to Visser too. I don't know why. 
Why? That is strange. Yeah. That an Andalite would seek um, so. attention from uh, counsel with a yerk. I don't know what's up with that. I wish to meet this Andalite. Yeah, Van's bringing her here. And the new uh, Dylan. They should be here, I mean, I guess, soon. I don't know how long it's going to take them to get here. They were running last I knew. If there's an Andalite, if there's an Andalite here, maybe there are more. Could be. And you see the kind of smile in his eyes. Yeah, man. This this could be good. I don't want you to get your hopes up, but I mean, yeah, hopefully. Cameron walks back in. He's got a glass of water and a plate with a sandwich on it. Yeah, I'll take it down. I'm not going to ask him to. Um, yeah, Cameron, just kind of sit tight. So you mean to tell me Dylan's not an Andalite? Nah, dude. She's... How does she morph? Bro, I want you to think real hard about what you can do. And then... yeah. See if it matches with something she can do. Yeah, we can both morph. Right. You got it. Nailed but it. an Andalite gave me the power. Yeah, well, sounds like it must have happened to her too. You were there, right? You said you touched the box. Yeah, I touched the box. Did you touch it while Dylan was touching it? Yeah. Okay, was there an Andalite also touching it? No. Oh, well, I don't know then. He starts thinking, I'm making myself a sandwich. Good call, man. And I'll now take it, the paper plate. You want, Hey, you want one? Honestly, yeah, I could go for yeah, honestly. PB&J. Got you. We don't have any jelly. PB&H, we got honey? Uh, it seems, uh, seems the hummingbirds have ate all our... Yeah, we got some honey <laughs> and some bananas. All right, yeah, hook it up, man. Um, I'll take paper plate, plastic cup down to the jail cell and set them on the stool. Like I guess there's a stool there. Is there a, what? What is there in the jail cell? A bunk, a stool, what? I think just a chair. There's not even a bunk in there. I think it was just a chair. Oof. Okay, so she's laid out on the ground. Okay, and um, I'm gonna check her pockets and make sure she doesn't have anything else on her. Uh, she has a like. A little wallet with her ID and some credit cards and stuff. I'm just taking everything uh, she's got in her in her pockets. She's got her. I'm taking her shoes. No shoes. Yeah, she got a cell phone, wallet. I'm taking those. A walkie-talkie. You got the Dracon beam already, as you like are looking at the Dracon beam. It has like this red light on the side of it that's blinking red. I run back up to Max. First off. These are both communication devices, and he sets the cell phone and the walkie-talkie on the table. Can you please disable any tracking capabilities? And then this red light. Straight to it. What does this red light mean? Uh, that means that the Dracon beam is out of amp- it is out of charges. Sick. Not worried about that. Don't care. Um, can we may be able to recharge it with the correct supplies. I'll deal with that later. I mean, if you've got an idea for something we have on hand right now, work on that after this. But otherwise, can we shut this off? Because just blinking. He starts to do the shit, turn it off, turns the Dracon beam off. Cool. Uh, disables trackers. And at about this time, it's been about, you've been back here for about 45 minutes. Okay. Um, and, and that's the time when uh, Savannah and Dylan, you're all's group, arrived. Uh, as, as soon as Savannah is in thought speak range, 
uh, she will give specifically Cameron, Aximili, Zach heads up that they're arriving. Um, and then Aximili has Zach briefed you. Yes, I look forward to meeting the new Andalite. I hope so. As soon as Zach hears it, he walks out on the front porch with a sandwich to like wave <laughs> as he's like chewing on a sandwich. <laughs> you guys see uh, Zach exit with the sandwich in the air. Um, Savannah's just going to go down to the ground and start demorphing. Yeah, and a light joint. Yeah, Dylan's gonna like flit to the porch and do the same. Um, Zach's gonna casually walk back inside while they're demorphing and just be like, Hey, Max, can you get in a position where, like, you could cover this new Andalite in case there's a bad thing? I don't know why. I'm just getting a vibe, man. And it's an Andalite. Yeah, well, look, man, I don't want to point fingers, but, like, Visser 3 is also an Andalite, so. He's a yerk. He's an abomination. You kind of see where I'm coming from, though, maybe? I do. All right. Thanks, man. Take some steps back into the house. Cameron does come out, and Dylan, as you're demorphing, he has a coat. Um, and he just kind of, like, puts it up and, like, pushes it towards you. Sick, thanks. And as this Andalite demorphs, uh, Aximili is, like, watching out of a window from inside. And as her form emerges, Cameron, Zach, and Savannah all here in their head. That is Matea Drizala Alnan. She's an assassin. She's a traitor. Well, that sucks. I will slice her throat. So just very low, and in response to that, I'm going to say, okay, is she actually a traitor, or is this like your normal Andalite freakout thing? She killed a war prince. Her prince. Okay. She's an assassin. She's a traitor. Got it. Wish we had some weaponry. I have this, and it's tailblades. Savannah is... Um going to just start rapid fire do should do I need to morph believe as soon as she sees me what do you what would you I want to kill her what would you like me to do was she a traitor to the andalite no who is she answering to now she is rogue she is AWOL so whose side is she on I have no idea I know she does not share love for the andalites and she wanted to meet a visser. Um, to Max, Zach is going to mutter, tell Van I'm going Viper. And then I'm just going to start morphing that Viper. Zach is, is going to his Viper morph. Savannah's going to turn to this new Andalite and just ask. <laughs> and this is about the time you were finishing your demorph. So she'll pick up the, the cube and she'll be standing there and uh, I think she'll look at this Andalite and be like, so why, why do you want to talk to Visitor 2? Uh, as she finishes her morph as well, she turns to you at that and she says, that is my business. We have a debt to be settled. The instinct that has always led her a good way with Andalites, I think, is the instinct to give a little bit more first. 
So I think she's just going to lay it out as, we're fighting here for our planet. Do our plans interfere with each other? When I'm done with what I, what I need Visor 2 for, I don't care if you wipe the universe of, of the Yerks. Do what you will. Does Dylan hear any of this? Uh, at least uh, Matea is is open thoughts. Yeah, here. and Savannah's talking out loud, so you hear everything yeah. she's saying. Yeah, cool. And what happens if we are in your way? I do not recommend getting in my way. I do not want to be in your way. Then we agree. Savannah is going to hand the morph cube over at this point. Like, she was never really holding it away or keeping it, but she's just going to, like, kind of... Savannah, no! That is not her technology. As This is as you're handing it over and she's reaching to take it. Dylan's going to lean out and be like, so is this Visser, like, a, is that an Andalite? Cameron says, yeah, yeah, he is. Oh. One of them. The third one. What? Yeah, there's at least three. Oh, okay. I thought you just meant like in general, there are three Andalites. Well, I only know, th I know f you're not an Andalite. I'm, I don't think so. Then I know I've seen three. I've seen four. I've seen four. That's a lot. Alive. We saw more than that, buddy. Savannah. She hesitates. And when she sees you hes hesitate, the uh, Matea will reach further and, and try to grab the box. Savannah's not pulling it away, but she's not letting it go. She's... She's trying to kind of play that line of like... I don't have a direct issue with her, but like... I need to know that she's not going to bring people back to us. She's not going to direct people back to us. All right, so feeling that little resistance as her eyes were on the box, she and she grabs it and you you kind of keep her from taking it. She looks back up at you. Do we have a problem? I don't believe so. But I don't want you to be bringing any trouble our way. I have no qualms with you. And what about other Andalites? What does that matter? It's a question. Are there other Andalites here? Her stock eyes are scanning around. Where's this friend you wish me to, to speak with? Uh, they seem to be hiding. I, she's going to be like, they're not hiding. I'm just asking you questions, though. You have my answers. Is Zach done morphing? Um, we will say, as like Savannah's been talking to, to her, yeah. About a minute's past. So from inside, Zach is to, just private to, um, to Axe. What's happening? I can't see anything. And then also, is the door open? Like, has it been left ajar or anything? Can I get outside? Yeah, we'll say the, the door's been left open, and uh, uh, Max will say, she's trying to get the box from Savannah. 
Savannah is holding on to it. Um, Savannah, do not let her have that box. She is a traitor. Who knows what she will do with it? Please. You could just throw it out in the woods. You can always find it again. And I'm continuing to, to just, I'm just slithering outside. Uh, you slither, you see Cameron kind of like, he's gave the, the jacket to Dylan and he's kind of like at the porch steps, kind of tensing up as he's hearing all this stuff too. Um, so as I pass Cameron, I'm, I'm going to be like, get inside that probably need to go battle morphs. And I'm saying that so that Van can also hear it. He looks over to Cameron, looks over to Dylan and he says, Hey Dylan, you want a sandwich? Come on, let's let let's let them talk. I'll give you get you some food. My man. I think Dylan's gonna look around and be like, "Oh shit! Like, what time is it?" Uh, it's pretty late. There's a clock in here. Uh, I gotta get home. And she starts to like walk off the porch. I gotta go home. My dad's gonna be looking for me. He's gonna send the fucking police after me. Dylan, I think your life is is changed. Cameron says, and he and he says, "Uh." You're not allowed to go to football practice anymore. You're not allowed to be at home on time anymore. I'm sorry. Go easy on her, man. No, you don't understand. And she's going to, like, sort of walk toward Matea and uh, Savannah. You guys, I don't... Can somebody, like, help me get home or something? You guys can deal with whatever the hell this is. But my dad is going to look for me. Well, I'm getting a sandwich and Cameron walks inside. Dylan, can you give us five minutes? This is just an open thought speak, but um, not including Matea. If you, if you just chill for a minute. Another option for what? And she, like one of the stock eyes turns towards Dylan. I mean, like, I need to get home and you guys are telling me that you're not gonna help me get home? What I'm telling you is there are some clothes upstairs if you wanna go get fully dressed. Ooh, I do, I do definitely want to do that. Go for it. Cameron, would you mind showing her where the clothes are? You don't hear anything. <laughs> she walks inside. As you walk inside, you turn, you look to your right and you see standing about 6'3 with the stock eyes, another one of these aliens. Uh, this, this one has blue and tan fur and its blade seems uh, curved like a scythe. No serrated edges or anything like that, but still sharp as hell. And he kind of, his eyes go wide as uh, you step into this room. And he puts a finger up to a mouthless face. And you see six other ones, the Inti and the Winty, uh, <laughs> bringing up the end. Uh, just immediately upon seeing that, she's going to jump back and go, oh, that, that never is going to be not surprising. I am sorry to surprise you. I've been told to hide here. Not against, nothing to, I must concentrate. I'm sorry. Cool. All right. So Zach is slithering through grass, trying to get near or underneath, if possible, Maitea. One of the um, stock eyes is following uh, Dylan as she walks into the house. The other scanning the surroundings and her main eyes are facing uh, Savannah. And Savannah will ask her, what do you intend to do with this cube? I do not care what you do with your powers. Why do you care what I do with mine? This is no concern of yours. This isn't even your technology. You were given this power by a traitor of the Andalite people. 
Ah. Oh. Yes. A traitor. If an Andalite gave you his power, he is a traitor to his people. Elfangor or not. Um, in private thought speak, Zach's gonna say to Savannah, Do you mind if I just jump in? Like, tap your left foot if you don't mind. If I just jump in with a quick... I'm just gonna try to talk to her, if that's okay. Yeah, I, yeah, she'll, she'll signal, go for it. Look, the war's on our planet right now. We're the only people fighting it. If you have business with a Visser, we need to be at least informed of what that business is, because that's going to affect how we can handle the war. I'm not asking to be included in your plans. You do not need to be included into mine. Uh, good, because that wasn't part of the discussion. I need to know, we need to know, what you intend to do with Visser 2. And if I refuse to tell you? Do you want to find out? You see that smell of the Andalite eyes start to creep across her eyes. It's your move. Savannah and her hands are still on this box. Are you here alone? I don't think I want to answer any more questions. I'm assuming that you're here alone. Because it doesn't seem like you had anybody else that you were falling back to. And there's very few of us. We don't have to help each other get in each other's business or anything like that, but we could stay out of each other's way and maybe one day we could help you. I just prefer to stay out of each other's way. Then that requires to know what each other's way is. I prefer my way. And my way is my own. You go your way. Give me this box and I'll go my way. No more negotiations. Savannah's going to keep pushing her. Um, she's she's going to say, no, no. That's, you have your own way. That's fine. I'm hopefully not going to get into the way of that. But I still need to know that you're not going to do anything that will cause us harm. She does take a long pause. Uh, one of the eyes is still staring towards the cabin where Dylan walked in, but um, then that one slowly turns to you. And she just says, let go of the box. Or what? If you want me to bite her, just tap a foot. Let me know. She doesn't. Uh, you see... Lightning fast, the tail blade is at your neck. And at that, Max is out the door and and charging forward. Um, I trust Savannah, and Savannah has not signaled. And she's been waiting for that. I'm, I'm going to tell, if, I, if it would help, I'm going to say, Max, hold. As he's coming out and barreling towards, he gets off the porch and is probably 10 feet away from Savannah and Matea, and he stops, and his tail blade is just cocked at the ready. The wood creaks as, as Cameron starts to come outside of the, um, like, squeeze himself out the door as a polar bear. She does, the stalk eyes are now scanning everywhere. 
you see her eyes just scan over you, but she is watching uh, Aximili and the polar bear. Dylan from upstairs, like you getting clothes out of like this. You do, as you walk into this room, you see this leather jacket with these patches kind of hung up in the closet. You, you find some clothes that, that'll fit you. And you kind of see out the window, this all starting to, to like happen as they're all in this kind of front yard. Uh, tea and all. Oh yeah, she's gonna throw on pants and run downstairs. And you see a polar bear just standing, kind of like it just boom squeezes its butt through the doorway and out onto the porch as you get down there. Savannah, as this tail blade is at your neck, everybody is stopped. Uh, you see, like if they had eyebrows, one of them cock on Matea's face, and she waits for you to make a move. And Savannah's waiting for her to make a move. As this standstill happens for about five seconds, you feel a tug on the box, like she's pulling it away. Do you resist it? Yep. She goes to pull it and you hold tight. Do you pull it back? No. She, she tries to pull it away from you and it, um, it doesn't go. And when she sees you're resisting giving her the box, the tail blade cocks back to swing it towards Savannah. Uh, Max has been told to hold but with um with him seeing her actively attacking savannah he's gonna just enter the fray um zach with this like you're still moving forward as this initiative starts so you can go ahead and get next to her and he swings his tail blade and he hit he swings his tail blade and knocks it back from as she strikes at you um slicing like part of her tail and she lets out a thought screen <laughs> and then he uh kind of comes across her arm as he pulls his tail blade back. I'm going to hold an action until Savannah tells me to attack. And and I'm going to remind her again, like, bro, are you sure? Cam's going to lumber his way over. Uh, on his way, he'll say, Zach, what do I do? And he's like, as he gets like five feet away, he goes up to his hind legs. Whatever Van tells you, she's in charge. What? He doesn't know what to do. So he's gonna he's gonna just drop back and like growl at, at uh, Matea. Uh, Matea's up. So first after uh, Aximili comes and joins her, she says, ah, you do have an Andalite. And she swings her tail blade back at him. Oh shit. Uh, you see this tail blade slide into Axe's like, his like hindquarters. And uh, as he like lets out a scream of pain, she says, let's see how you like this. And she pulls her tail blade out of him. Uh, as she pulls her tail blade out, you see, see chunks of Axe's skin and fur get pulled with it as those serrated blades pull it out. And, uh, uh, but he does look, that looks like it hurt him, Dylan. Uh, seeing all this, Dylan is going to, like, run forward to everyone and sort of push everybody out of the way to try and get right up next to Matea. Uh, and, and she's just gonna be like, stop! Fucking stop! We were all fighting the same enemy. What are we doing? What are you doing? I was not fighting alongside any of you. I was returning a favor uh, that said a stop guy is pointed towards Dylan. I, the only thing I'm trying to glean is like, is 
any of this getting through? Like, is there... She doesn't seem like she was lying about, like, if you leave her alone, she's going to leave you alone. If you give her the box, she'll leave you all alone. What is she going to do with the box? What is she going to do with this meeting with Mr. Two? You have no idea. She seems like it has. she has no care in the world. Uh, Max does say to you, she's the daughter of Alaron, the abomination. This or three. It's a trade. She's going to trade the box for her father. We got to stop her. Sorry, Van, you get mad at me later and I'm taking my action. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's fine. Um, so then uh, Savannah's gave that signal that Zach can can go. Uh, and then she's going to pull the box away. I'm going to just do the multi the viper multi attack. She turns just as you just as you lunge toward and she tries to block you with her tail blade, but it just misses you um, as you land your attack. I would like to take a movement to get directly underneath her. As you bite her um, and you cock back to go for your second bite, she just whacks you away with her tail blade, um, knocking your your attack away. But then you slither back and get in between her legs and are like underneath her. Savannah, you have the box. And Is that true that like you're, are you going to trade the box to the Yerks? This is none of your concern. And she uh, gets aggressive again. That's entirely our concern. Uh, Max up. As he swings his tail, she puts hers up and uses her reaction to uh, block it and then attack him. And she misses with hers. As she bats his tail blade away, he swings it back. And she again uh, catches his blade and her, like the teeth on the back, and pushes it back. Zaka. You are more than outmatched. You cannot, we cannot allow you to trade the box to the Yerks. We will help you get your father free, but we cannot allow you to do it in this way. Stand down or you will be stopped. You don't want to do that. Um, she says, you do underestimate me. Tell me how you can help me. A bunch of humans, tell me how you can help me. Tell me how you can get me to a viscer of the Yerk Empire. She's still, she's still hostile. Cameron is up. He's going to say, what do I do? Hold off. And on her turn, she'll hold and look around and wait for somebody to answer. Uh, I think Dylan's just going to wait and see what they say. So Savannah's going to immediately jump in and answer. Like, we we have multiple ways that we could do that. We have multiple plans, and there's some things that I'm not going to reveal to you right now, but we we have seen the visitors. We know where they go. We know where they're, they hide. We have ways that we can reach out. We can help you. She kind of takes this in a little bit. One of her stock eyes looks back at Dylan. You need to tell me more. I have a lot riding on this. I don't have any problems with you. And she looks uh, to Max or Axe and she says, well, with most of you, but I cannot risk my plans either. Savannah is going to... I know this is going to seem weird. She's just going to move over a little bit and kind of like put herself like in between Aximili and her. And she's going to say, it does interfere with our plans if you hand over the morphing technology to the Yerks. 
Zach, you're underneath there, slithering around. You can't really make out any facial expressions. But when you say the part about the trade, uh, you, Dylan, you definitely see that. Um, yeah, that's what she was gonna do. Like that was her mm-hmm. thought process. Uh, it kind of clicks, and she'll say, "What other way is there? The Andalites won't help. Not me, for sure. They're not here for you." Yep. Except this one. Tell me your plans. Do you want me to take this? Zach's gonna privately to Savannah say, um, I say we come full full out. If she'll give us the, the cube, she can't have it. She can't be trusted with it. But we'll tell her everything we know, everything we can do, and you know, the more the merrier. We can't hurt having two Andalites on our team. We'll bring them the fight, and eventually, if we'll end this, her father will be free. That's the only way out. So, I mean, Savannah was already kind of looking, like, leaning that way. So, like, when, when Zach is saying that privately to her, um, again, she can't thought speak. So, hopefully, this is good enough to indicate to Zach that, like, yes, she's agreeing with him. But she'll say, um, yeah, we'll lay out some of our plans for you then. Okay, um, and I, I essentially repeat that I, to, to her now, and, and I, in fact to everybody. I say, look, we are few, but we have been doing okay so far. And this is ignoring the fact that Reese has died and Grant has left, but we're not worried about that. Just don't bring it up, it's just, cool. Just yeah, ignore that. Um, Aximile has been helping us a little bit here and there. He's not sworn us uh, any allegiance, but he's been helping out. Elfangor goes... Maximili, the younger brother of Elfangor. Yeah, would you hush while I talk? Thanks. When you say that to her, she uh, scowls a little bit. Elfangor gave us his technology so we could fight. If you give that technology away, you're squandering what he did. You may not believe that he did it for a good reason, but so far, we've been able to hurt the ears. What do you think about that, Aximili? What do you think about your brother giving the uh, morphing technology to these people? Is he a traitor? He's not the same kind of traitor as you. Privately to Max, I'm going to go, hey man, trying to butter her up, that's not helpful. You all are making a mistake. Maybe. I, that may be so. And then I get to go back to open open talk. The plan we have right now, in fact, there are several, uh, will hurt the, the Yerks greatly. The plan is to get the Yerks off this planet and hopefully end their reign of terror. And in doing so, your father will be freed, as will anybody else we can. That is the only way to do it. Can't go giving them advantages you really believe that don't you and like her her facial expression changes a little bit it's not like like it's not she's not off her guard but there's like a little bit of pity in it i guess she says you really you really believe that you really believe that you can stop them and overthrow them and take back the ones that were taken on our planet, 
humans have, um, we've fought great evils before. This isn't the first time, and we've won in the past. find it hard to believe a bunch of adolescent humans could take on the Yurk Empire. I'm not convinced. I don't... She looks to Dylan again with one of her eyes and she says, I don't wish to hurt most of you. <laughs> Second eye swings to, to Maximilly. But I do not believe that you can help me. Not enough to matter. I want, but I don't want to hurt you anymore if I don't have to. And you hear, this is private thought speak, lies. Uh, Axe says that to me. Well, to you and Savannah and I guess Cameron, he's. Dylan is going to, um, turn to her and say, look, you asked if you could trust me. And to me, it sounds like you guys want the same thing. You want to free your dad. They want to free him too. Why can't we all do it together? She looks back. One eye stays on Dylan. She says, um, it seems... You all have gotten in my way anyway. But instead of killing you all, maybe you can help me. And she looks to, she keeps her eye on Dylan. I want to make sure that that is, she's putting her trust in Dylan. I will agree on one condition. She keeps the box. Savannah will hand it over to Dylan. Dylan takes it and is like, me? Privately, Zach is like, whoa, uh, hold on. Are you sure you want to do that? No. Savannah, no. Dylan has the box. Uh, you see Matea's tailblade uh, slacking a little bit, and she looks down with her main eyes, sees Zach, and takes a few steps back. When she relaxes, Zach's going to start slithering out anyway, over towards where Cameron's at. Uh, you do see her wince a little bit. Privately to Max... Just really quick, Zach's gonna just be like, look, you weren't entirely truthful to begin with either. She is evil. She has killed a war prince. Hey man, bring it down a notch. She may have had good reason for that. Who knows? We, we just have to give a little trust. That's a human thing. She stole that box. And we currently have possession of it, so we are also thieves. She is part of us. And he uh, looks to Dylan. Well, okay. I meant people besides her currently have it. You're all making a mistake. We're going to keep an eye on her, man. Just a little trust, okay? If Savannah thinks it's a good idea, it's a good idea. He's just quiet. She's standing there, kind of with her, her arms crossed. Zach's uh, up behind where Max and Cameron are, and is going to do more. Uh, yeah, so because I have no limbs... Um, I just start turning into a long pink blob, and hair starts coming up on one end. And, like, curly yellow hair. And then eventually, limbs just go... And I get up. <laughs> um, 
Anyone else want a sandwich? I really want to go home. Okay. Well, I was going to see, you know, if she wants to eat first or anything, but... All right. Is this your base of operations? <laughs> or I'm going to look at her and kind of go, you might want to... Well, I want to morph. You've been poisoned. Poisoned? Yeah, man. Treachery? Yes. You speak of treachery. I speak of poisoning you. No, that was and Max. Then... So... Oh, oh. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry I can't tell the most <laughs> is, part. <laughs> is Max doing, like, oh, he's doing open thought speak with this? Okay. Um, Savannah's just going to turn to him and just be like, Max Miller. Like, trying to be like, chill. You do not understand, Savannah. You're right. Uh, Matea will say, is this where I can find you? Do you have any Earth communication devices? I do not. I will return here. I'm going to look at Max and be like, could she do the mix-em-up human thing like you did? Because, um... She's going to need, like, a human morph, right? I do not know if she has that ability. She would have to have learned it. <laughs> Dylan's going to look at Zach and say, uh, she's kind of got one. Oh, good. Cool. All right. And you see Matea start to change. And, uh, her, um, body, like, the back half of her body starts to shrink into the front half. And, uh, her skin starts to retract into her body. Her, her fur starts to retract into her body, not her skin. And her stalk eyes go down, uh, ears change, mouth grows, and after a little while, you have another copy of Dylan standing in front of you. Oh, God, all right. Cloak? Your <laughs> coat? Um, yeah, all right, we got it. You guys gotta stop doing that. Clothing, okay? Skin-tight clothing. It works. Um, yeah, that's probably not the best. Dylan, I mean, she's gonna look just like you. Uh, if she does some shit, uh, you might get blamed for it. I will stay hidden. Alright, whatever. Nah. Hidden. Nah. Nah. We really gotta get you a sandwich. You're gonna love it. She looks around and uh, looks towards, like, the cabin and she says, I don't... I'm not going in there with you. Whatever. Um... Van, you want me to take Dylan home, or do you want to take her home, or want to have Cameron do it, or what? Well, Dylan, what is your at-home policy on friends staying over? I would have no idea right now, honestly. I think, I think I'm going to be in a lot of trouble as it is, and it's probably going to be a no-go. But like, I can sneak you in after I go in and get yelled at for a while. That'll work. All right. Um, she's going to turn to that other, the female Andalite, and say, what is your name? My name is Matea Drizalia Alnan. Matea. Yes. Will you wait here for a few minutes? Zach's going to stick his hand out again and go, I'm Zach. Uh, she looks at your hand again, just kind of taking it back at it. I, like, show her what to do by doing the secret handshake with X. <laughs> Uh, he does not. 
Oh, come it. on, man. Come All on. Right. You can't show her your secret axe handshake. What the hell, man? I didn't think she'd pick up on it to begin with. Uh, Savannah will be like, this is a standard Earth greeting. See. Yeah. And I shake Savannah's hand. She nods. Will you wait here for just a few minutes? Uh, she nods again. All right. Uh, Savannah's going to like look at everybody else and just be like, let's all talk for just a minute here and like go inside. Okay. As you walk away, Dylan's like, me? Yeah, gesturing. Come on. And as you guys head inside the house, the uh, polar bear starts to shrink and return to his form. And you guys get inside. Once we're in there, uh, Savannah's going to turn to everybody and be like, all right, I think what we should do, and she's going to look like kind of more at Aximili as she's like bouncing around, looking at everybody in the group. Aximili is going to be the one that she keeps like kind of coming back to. I think what we're going to do is we're going to give her a little bit of trust. And hopefully we have, if not an ally, not an enemy. Are we all agreed? For for punctuation, I guess, Zach's going to look at Axe and go, does that sound familiar? I understand what you mean, Zach. But you all do not understand. She is dangerous. She is an assassin. Do you think she will keep her word? I don't know. We gotta try. And she look uh Max or Axe looks to Dylan and he says This is no offense to you. I do not know you, but you were given charge of my people's technology. Do you feel that you could keep her from taking it from you? I don't know if I can keep her from taking it from me, but I can tell you that I'm not going to let anyone take it. That is very honorable, but it does not help. If she wants it, she will take it. How is it? How is this better? Why don't we just have Dylan hide it and only Dylan knows where it is? Then it can't be taken by force. She can hide it in the house. She can. She's got it on her right now. Hide it wherever she would like to hide it. If that's sure. what we do. Yeah, I'm just saying she could do it right now. That is a plan, but it seems only temporary. I am telling you, she is not to be trusted. Then don't trust her, and she won't trust you. Simple as I can find it, right? Really. Let's all just be untrusting of each other. That is the safest way. And S Savannah's going to look at Aximili for a second and just kind of... She doesn't know if he's going to, like, get it or not, but she'll be like, sometimes we just have to give a little to get a little back. Cameron, after you say that, Cameron will say, yeah, we've already did the not trusting thing. Let's trust. Um, he doesn't like it, but he won't, um, accidentally won't say anything else. Right. Okay. Point two. We have a guest, <laughs> I guess. How are we going to do a rotating watch on her? I'll hang out. We can stay at night, too. 
All right. We are after we get the yerk, I guess, out or whatever happens at the end of the three days. We're going to have to decide what to do. Yeah, um, we might have another Bart and Chad situation. I don't know, but I need to know. We need to know how they figured out we're humans, yeah. where that information came from, and if Katie's the only one that has it. Because yeah. if it's everybody, we won't have all to wait of three this days discussion to find is out. Moot. Katie. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you know her. I mean, which. Which Katie are we talking about? But uh, five four, brown hair, or whatever, whatever the description is. Blonde hair. <laughs> Blonde hair. hair yeah. yeah. Sounds familiar. Knocked I... out in the basement, shooting at us earlier. Okay, yeah, I might know her. So I should probably stay away from that. Uh, as a human, yeah, I'm not going to go near her as a human. In fact, everybody, please, if you're going to go down to the cells, um be morphed well when we're deciding what to do with her i will be taking what you guys say into more consideration than my own opinion on the matter i know katie uh incidentally um and this is more to max and cameron van and i talked she's she's gonna take the lead for a while just you know what cameron like looks at you it's all good, man. It was uh, my idea. She's she's smarter, like way smarter. It's a better idea. Savannah's literally rolling her eyes as you're saying that. Dylan, you can tell <laughs> just from like an outside perspective as you watch the faces of everybody as uh, Zach tells them Savannah's now leading. Um, Aximili has a bit of reprieve in his sulkiness as he's not happy with all the stuff that's going on. But when he hears that Savannah's taking lead, he kind of, you know, perks up a little bit. Whereas Cameron looks confused a little bit. And, um, like there's a little bit of disappointment, I guess, in his face. Okay. All right. So we know what we're doing for the night. Yeah, but, I mean, do we want to address the um, black-haired elephant in the room? Yeah. And I gesture at Dylan. Well, I'm going to her house, so go ahead, Zach. What are you thinking? No, I just, um, I don't know. You can, you're another human that can morph. Are you down to help us oh shit or what because we kind of need to know that (laughs) uh i literally didn't even think about the fact that there's a bigger thing going on here than oh boy everything that has already happened do you have the whole story of what's going on i mean Probably picked up a lot of it, but. No, <laughs> I don't know what Yerks are. I don't think I know what Andalites are. Not really. Uh, I don't know what Vissers are. 
I don't know anything, but I'm pretty sure that you guys will fill me in if I say yes. Um, we'll tell you what we know. Can I have tonight to think? That seems more than fair. Well, guys, I I know Dylan. She's cool. I've known her for years. She's cool. I just that's my input. That's a good note, Cameron. Thanks, man. Cameron is also cool. Yeah, and he like puts his hand out for a fist bump. She does it. Hey, wait till you have you flown yet? Dude, I was the bat. Dude, you were the bat? Dude, that was me the bat, yeah. Holy shit. It's awesome. It's pretty cool. You wait till you get in the daytime and you can catch these thermals. Man, you go up high without even having to try. Dude, I don't I don't think bats can catch thermals. But Oh yeah, we're gonna have to get you. No, you'd have to be a bird. Yes, yeah. zoo run. I mean, I'm gonna try it though. Hell yeah, yeah the zoo. Uh, honestly, for me, I like monkeying around in branches a lot more than flying. Ah, good one. Well, but like literally being a monkey. Yeah, yeah. I know Savannah can probably still barely hear me and can't correct me on it being an ape, and I take great joy in that. I think while you guys are doing that, Savannah, I think is gonna start to step back outside because we've left uh, our. Andalite friend waiting. Uh, as you step back out, you see she has returned to Andalite form. She looks to you. When she gets there, I think she's going to say, "We." There's still a lot of damage that could be done, but I. We're going to put some trust in you, and hopefully, you can return the favor. Uh, we'll be clear with you. My trust is with the girl. That's fair. I will let you deal with the fallout of everything that has happened tonight. And I will return here in three days to see how that captive that you have has turned out. See if there's any more information that we can glean with her. I expect you to deliver on your end. And I will keep my word as well. We will do everything in our power to make sure that your father among everybody else is freed. I've heard that before. And she starts to uh, walk towards the tree line. She looks back over her shoulder. And don't put too much faith in young Aximili. He didn't necessarily earn his position. She enters the tree line, walks off. I don't know if she'll be able to hear it, but Savannah almost like quietly to herself will say, but he's earned my trust. <laughs>